it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you. It's a new day, a new week, and a new episode of the Business Beauty Network podcast. Welcome, welcome. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you're listening. It's totally free to subscribe and share it as well. If you know someone who would benefit from the content shared here, definitely share it. Sharing is caring. Also, if you are listening on Apple, don't forget to leave us a review there. That definitely helps us. So leave us a review. And you can connect with me directly on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor. I would love to connect with you there. Let me know how you're loving the podcast. Definitely screenshot or share in the stories your favorite episode. We love to connect there. And you can follow Biz Beauty Network on Instagram as well. And we're also on YouTube. Now that all of that is out of the way, I have an awesome interview today with Noli Michu. Noli is the founder of 456 Skin, a skincare brand for melanin-rich skin. And she has a phenomenal story. And I love just really um, learning about her entrepreneurial journey and as she really has gone through developing her line and all of the awesome things that she's doing to really find a solution for inclusivity within the skincare market. So I'm super, super excited to share this interview with you. I think you're going to really enjoy the awesome content that she shared. And here is a little bit of her bio. After growing up in Normandy and moving throughout Europe during her young life, Noli Mashu landed in New York City, where she had her first experience with the world of luxury beauty and skincare. Surprised by the lack of products specifically formulated for people like her with melanin-rich skin, especially in a country as culturally diverse as the United States, Noli became fascinated with researching skin psychology and wanted to understand why there is such an apparent lack of inclusivity in the market. And she did just that by starting her own line, 456 Skin. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview and here it goes. Welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor. We have an awesome guest today, Noli Michu. Welcome, Noli. Hello, Brandy. Thank you so, so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. I'm super, super excited to talk about you and your brand and all the wonderful things you're doing. But before we get into that, tell us something about yourself that most people would not know. Mm, that is actually the top question you could ever ask. This is, there's a lot of things that surprises people about me. And let me see which one um, surprises them the most. I think... Um, a lot of my friends and people that know me really well are often shocked when they hear me speak in blue, which is like a Bantu language of the Bulu people in South Cameroon. This is where I was born and I lived there until I was 10, but then I moved to France and I grew up. And I can be so French sometimes that sometimes when um when my friends just hear me pick up the phone because someone um, from my family back in Cameroon is calling and I just completely switch and I am talking fluent blue, which is really bizarre. It's very unusual because as immigrants, sometimes parents just do not encourage to you know, speak the language from our country of origin. You have to be proper and speak French and learn English. But I was lucky to have a mom who stayed unconditionally Cameroonian and she would speak the language to us. And I love languages. So I always made it a point to really learn. And so they would see me talk, but super fluently. And then my whole attitude would change. And it would be like, who is that person? Who, who is she? That was not you. And what were you talking about? And I just, I just love it. I love it so much. I love that I can, I can keep those, um, that language that is so close to my heart. And when I go back to Cameroon, I can just like dress in my local attire and just, yeah, be like uh, one of the locals. And it's really good to the soul. So I think that's, that's always a good one to play on people. They're like, what is she talking about? Like, that does not make sense. (laughs) 
Awesome. So how many languages do you speak? I speak not many. Like, you know, I my whole life, I wish I was a polyglot. I still believe that I will get there someday. <laughs> I love languages. But um, I speak French. That's my mother tongue. I also speak English because Cameroon is part French and part English. I can get about by in Spanish. I have conversation in Spanish. I understand Italian well. I speak well. And yeah, that's about it. And the rest is still to come. I still believe I will be a polyglot one day. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, I tell you, you got me beat there with all of those languages for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that. That's definitely interesting. So tell us your beauty story. Like, how did you, you know, start? I know you have your own line, but before we get into that, like, share a little bit of your beauty story with us. Yeah, I don't really think like I had a beauty story. I know that, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they have this experience with beauty that was really different for me. Um, I grew up in a really secluded area in Normandy. And so it was never really about beauty. It was more about you know, survival of the skin. Can you find a, a product that would moisturize your skin well enough to help heal those little cracks on your legs? Um, no, can you find something that is moisturizing enough and soothing to the skin? So it was more about like sort of so cold in just such a different climate that what our skin um, needs actually, not the climate that we thrive in the best. So growing up, growing up in Normandy, that was my experience, but that was really normal, you know, no much diversity. So it's only fair that you won't find anything that's specific to you. And my interest with skincare really started when I moved to Paris to go to university. So this is when, and I think this was uh, triggered by pollution. I have really sensitive skin, which I didn't know back then. I, I, I get to Paris and because of pollution, I started um, being allergic to all kinds of things that I was not allergic to before. And I started having acne, right? And something that you learn uh, when you start having acne at 18 years old, you know, you're almost an adult, you learn that the acne is painful, but it's not as painful as the dark, the dark, you know, marks that come after and that will just stay on your face forever. And this is when I really started uh, researching beauty products. Like I would just buy anything that would promise, you know, to clear the dark spot. I mean, this, this story, you've heard this story. Like we, I think we all have been through the same struggle discovery, right? With our skin. And that was just my experience. And I started researching skincare and really trying to find something that would help my skin. And it just made it worse, you know, because with the lack of knowledge, we don't really know what to do with our skin. We don't know the physiology of it. We just buy whatever and uh, most of the time end up hurting our skin a little bit more. So th that was my experience with skincare. I lived in Paris, I lived in London. It was not really um, different. And when I moved, to New York City in 2013, I followed my, my then boyfriend. That was um, and why I moved to New York City. And I just thought, that's it. My beauty problems are over, you know, because this is the United States, right? Mm -hmm. It's the most diverse country on earth. We just see these experiences of, you know, African-American people from Europe, and they seem so powerful and so everywhere. And so you think that that's not even an issue in the U.S. And... When I joined, I joined an e-commerce um, agency, a French e-commerce agency uh, in New York City that managed the full funnel of French luxury brands in the Northern American markets. And one of the brands that I had in my portfolio was Black Up back in the day. That was like one of the fewest brands that did luxury makeup for a dark mm -hmm. skin and it's really being in the ecosystem of Black Up Cosmetics, you know, that I got connected with a lot of makeup artists. This is a brand that makeup artists loved for their dark skin clients, uh, up and coming YouTubers back in the day, like Jackie Aina, bloggers, beauty editors, and customers. And I love having conversations with customers. And I just realized like, oh my God, this is the US. And yet, not only Black women, but really any woman that has 
melanin in Indian skin is complaining about, okay, not being able to find makeup that works, but we kind of understand what's the problem there, right? With makeup, the tones, uh, the undertone is not right. You don't have the, you know, the, the perfect foundation match. You know what's the problem. But with skincare, it was a little bit like, what is the issue here? Like we, we kind of grow up thinking that skin is skin. So like what works for my white girlfriend should work for me because we all human, we all have skin. And that was that was just not the case. I started really doing a lot of research, getting curious and trying to understand what was the correlation between women of color and the satisfaction with skincare and just looking into market dynamic, looking at scientific evidence and I discovered that was like one of the biggest aha moments. So healing as well, but like, uh-huh, makes sense. I discovered that contrary to what we really uh, believe and besides the, you know, the, the skin pigmentation, the, the skin tone, the color, which is the difference that we see, our skin have all those structural and functional differences. And seeing how the whole industry is really set up to create, you know, to research, develop and create products based on the dermatology principles of white skin is only normal that when you don't have white skin, these products aren't going to work for you as well as they do on um, people with skin phototype one, two, three. And that was really the start, you know, how this idea formed in my mind. And I guess um, I also kind of find myself in that situation where after you had one kid and you just see how those skin problems are getting only worse in your hyperpigmentation with with pregnancy, you're also starting to think about how you really want to spend your time, right? Where do you want to invest your time? Do I go back to corporate? Do I go back to agency after having my child? And that just didn't seem like something I wanted to do, but pursuing this idea that had been with me for um, a few years to start a a science-based, a physiological-based skincare brand that really harnesses melanin-driven skincare science to create product skincare solutions that work for melanin rich skin and that kind of bring give their pe- people their confidence back seems like something I was really to kind of throw myself into and yeah that's what I did awesome so it seems like that's interesting that you're coming from another country outside of America coming yeah. here you're like oh I know America you know I see powerful uh, black people they have it together with the skincare they have it and so find out what you got it. here that it wasn't much different at all like there still wasn't any you know many solutions for us and I I hear that often you know oftentimes with women um, of color when they start their brands is usually they're creating a solution that they could not find on the market for themselves so they decided to create it themselves and you it must have been something about as you were doing the research because I always say this you know you could have just maybe tried to find some other brand that did it or really, really search and all of those things. But you decide to tackle this task on your, you know, yourself. You decide to like, okay, take it on. I'm going to yeah. take on melanin, you know, skincare. And I'm going to- Taking on is such an interesting choice of words. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, right. But you say you got to take it on, right? Really, you know, taking it on and- creating a line that's tailored to people with, you know, melanin skin. So I want to kind of talk about that. Like, I, I know you, you, as you were researching, you decided it was something you wanted to do, but how does that come about? Like, how do you make a decision to go full force in the skincare? Well, yeah, <laughs> about that. <laughs> that the, when, when you say, okay, I want to go for it, that's when things really become interesting, right? You kind of really start with your own brain. And I think it took me about a year just battling with my own thoughts, you know, the self-doubt and um, the self-sabotaging thoughts. Like, what do you think? No one expects you to do anything. You're not going to change anything. You can't do this. You don't know how to create birth. That was just a year, but lucky for me, I was pregnant, creating a human being. So I I felt like I didn't waste time. But after I had my second child, I was like, okay, let's just kind of put this, let's take this out of your mind and put it on a piece of paper. Like, let's just dump this on, on somewhere. And I kind of wrote this concept 
And I think the concept was really what I would have loved to uh, find in a Sephora or online for myself. <laughs> you know, like same kind of um, ambiance in a boutique, but only with products that are actually made for my skin and that can help my skin and what that would feel like and what that would look like. And then I wrote this concept for a 360 um, skincare line. And that's really holistic, looks at beauty, skincare from inside, um, using um, supplements that can really help with acne, that can help with hyperpigmentation, vitamin D like supplements, and then something outside with topical skincare and just top it up with education because as much as I felt that there was this sort of a skincare risk gap, you know, at R&D level, but there's also an education, uh, an educational gap. We, we just don't know anything about ourselves enough and no one tells us, no one really cares to say this is how your skin works. And that was really, you know, from, from within my gut, that's what I wanted to see uh, um, out there. And so once I had that, I was like, okay, so what do you do? No, you literally go online and how do you start the skincare line? This is how far <laughs> we're coming from, right? I, have, I didn't have any experience on the research and production side of things. I had been working in e-commerce. You know, we receive products from brand. They're already made. They're being branded. The packaging is done. All you have to do is go out and find customers that want to buy them, right? So this whole process was new to me. And so I started contacting labs and just, you know, pitching my um, idea. And although they all said, yeah, that sounds like a really nice idea <laughs> in a very... Um, condescending way sometimes, they made it clear to me that they were not doing specific formulations for darker skin, right? Um, and that the way all the brands um, started was they would buy white label formulations for already established uh, labs, and then they would tweak it, add something, and just go to market, right? That is the only thing that was available to me. I was like, uh, that's not what I'm trying to do here. Um, that's it does it just does not make sense to me and don't see how i'm going to change anything like if i'm here saying the industry is not paying attention of the nuances that are in our skin and then i go and i just got a product you know that is created by the same industry with the same you know criteria it's like what am i feeling that's just like hypocritical so that didn't work out so I decided that the best way for me to start the line was to find a co-founder that was a formulator so that we could co-create um, the products. I found one formulator in France and we're working together for like a few months. And right when we were about to formalize the relationship to sign the contract and go into business to get a side company, he tells me, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. You're on your own. So that was wow. like, wow. I cried so much. Like two, summer 2018 was like such a tough summer. I was breastfeeding. I was hormonal. This guy just like bailed on me. It was super hard. But then I kind of recovered from that. And I went to the French Cosmetic Valley. We have, you know, France is like a very powerful country when it comes to you know, luxury, skincare, and beauty, and perfume. And we have this whole um, uh, network called the Cosmetic Valley. And this is really an initiative by the French government and the biggest brand in France to help foster innovation within the beauty and skincare industry. And they had this program called Cosmetop where you could go and pitch your project to uh, a juror and if you met some of their criteria if not all of them then they give you access to the network which facilitated connection with raw materials suppliers packaging etc i was like oh, okay so was it like shark takes for no <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> like that no it was not so like pitch to get okay i thought it was like <laughs> yeah no 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 you have like all these meetings with people that select, you know, all the profiles and they say, okay, you've gone through all of the stages. So now you can go and pitch in front of the juror. And the juror is made up with only CEOs and big executives from some of the biggest um, French conglomerates, right? So it's, it's kind of intimidating. And so I went there, pitched my project, and they really loved it. Everyone recognized that this was kind of a massive issue in the industry. Uh, and although 
we were all starting to gain some awareness around it. Not much was really being done. And so I was lucky to have one of the directors from the LVMH Research Center in the JUR. They loved the project. They were like, okay, you are going to be uh, the laureate of the program. What? How can we help you? And I was like, I need a formulator. I also need a lab. I also need access. I was just making my wish list to thinking they're just going to send me flying. But no, you know, they really changed my life. They introduced me to my now co-founder, Imen, who is an amazing skin pharmacist. And she was coming to present this um, uh, project that she was working on. She's an amazing formulator, has been doing prescriptive skincare, tons of experience on melanin rich skin. They introduced me to us at Peach and she was like, this is match made from heaven, like you are who I've been looking for. She's like, this is exactly what I want to do. And so we started the brand together and we were given an incubation with the LVMH Research Center through the, the, the Cosmetol program. So here I was, I had everything that I wanted. I had my co-founder formulator. We had the lab uh, given to us by LVMH, access to equipment, to raw material, and it really, really helped us um, start the R&D process. And so that's what we did. We bought the raw material. We really, we started from a, a white canvas, like, okay, we are looking at melanin root skin. How do you create a skincare formula for the skin? This is something that has rarely been done in the industry. We're not going from an existing formula, we're starting from scratch. So we started looking at this structural and functional differences in the skin and really going from each and every one of them, if we see that the skin is, it has more density. So how do you create a product that is moisturizing and hydrating for skin that has more layers. And how do you make sure that the skin is uh, increasing, you're increasing the skin capability to retain water. And so you write that down, you know, okay, this is what I need to do. This is what I should never do for this product to provide hydration for melanin rich skin. And then you move to the second difference. And this is really how we created a bright new guide with formulation principles that really fit the specific needs of melanin and rich skin. And uh, yeah, that's how we started our process. And the way uh, we create our formulas is just different from what you know the rest of the industry is doing today. And that's what makes this project really, really exciting to do. Awesome. Awesome. So I know you had to do the research and you have your person who was helping with formulating the products, your co-founder. Now, was there any prior research done? Because I just wonder, was there any information out there about, you know, our type of skin or did you have to really like start from scratch and really no. research yourself? Mm. Find, you know, find what works. We'll be launching this. <laughs> we'll still be researching that was, if that was the case. <laughs> okay. So there was some, uh, so there was some research behind it and everything. Yeah. So you, so you were able to find like, you know, our skin has more layers, all the things you were talking about. You were able to research, right? Okay. All out there, accessible to anyone who cares. <laughs> okay. okay. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't invent the wheel. There are always the research is out there. It's just not, it's just not popular because this is not a topic that we're talking about, but the structural and functional differences of melanin skin, they've been well documented and they're out there about um, the layers of the skin, about um, why hyperpigmentation is such uh, an issue with us and why you should have like a really nuanced approach to how you create an anti-pigmentation product for the skin, how exfoliation works, where it's all out there. We didn't have to create it, we found it. But what was really interesting was that and now we now have we had the research, but I also had someone who has the, the who had the practical knowledge of actually using this research to create skincare, but as a prescription. So she knew exactly about which ingredient to 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 uh, add, which one to never use on melanin rich skin, but also about dosage. Such an important topic when it comes to skincare for us. But we also had another co-founder who is a US-based 
uh, dermatologist, Dr. Charles, and this is someone who treats melanin with skin day in and day out since like 15 years. So it just really came full circle. And then you add the, the real life um, experiences of women like me that came in and just like kind of threw all of my frustrations on the table and friends and family. And that really made up for a fantastic base um, for creating this formula, knowing exactly what we need to do to reach uh, those formulation levels that have high performance, but also a good amount of tolerance for melanin root skin. If you haven't heard of Gloss Genius and are serious about improving your beauty business, I suggest you check it out. Gloss Genius has become one of the industry's leading booking, marketing, and payment apps, and is the only one that's smart, stylish, and here to support you. Tens of thousands of independent and small teams across salons or spas nationwide trust Gloss Genius to help them run their business. We can see why. You get beautiful, customized booking websites, easy client marketing tools, and the lowest fees on built-in payments and many more features for one low monthly price. The best part is that the Business Beauty Network podcast listeners get 20% off your monthly subscription, which makes your subscription under $20 per month. On top of that, the team at Gloss Genius will move all of your client info over, any notes, upcoming appointments, and services for free within a couple of days of signing up. To sign up for Gloss Genius, download the Gloss Genius app in your phone on the App Store and enter the code BBNBOSS. That's BBNBOSS. You will find more information in the show notes. Now, how many products do you have currently in your line? We um, have six products. So we went through an, an intensive R&D um, process, but just because we were not starting, well, we were starting from scratch, but we had the knowledge in-house, right? Through my co-founder, we were able to kind of go faster and do in two years, a little short of two years, so much R&D and development, it would take like a company, if, if you have to pay for this expertise, it would take forever for you to finalize the R&D process. So we started with six products. And so it's really the complete, like that perfect routine for your melanin in root skin. And the way our process is today is because, you know, we are, we are that very special D2C. We own our entire value um, production we own our R&D we own we have our own manufacturing unit we do everything in-house just so we can have like creative independence and we don't have to follow rules that don't work for our people so um, the way we produce this formula is based on this research we produce what we call core blends and these core blends really address all of the functional differences we talked about. Hydration, excess oil production, dull skin, hyperpigmentation, acne, and how you strengthen the skin barrier to make the skin a little bit more resilient. But we could have stopped there and that would have made for amazing formulations. And then we really look at the diversity within this, the skin phototype, four, five, and six, right? Which is our target audience. And you, like myself, we are skin type we are skin phototype six, right? The amount of support that my skin may need to tackle hyperpigmentation is different from what someone who is a phototype four and has a lot less melanin in the skin and have this melanocyte that are smaller would need. So we just wanted to bring that level of nuance. So we added the customization part. Uh, so how the line works now is we have this master formulation, the core blends that covers all of the basic needs of skin for type 4.6 and the customization active really allow us to look at you as an individual. Like what is your skin for type? What is your skin type right now? Because you may be dry and then you go to combination when the time changes. What do you need right now? What are the concerns that you want to um, tackle um do you have any sensitivity to some ingredient what's your lifestyle do you want fragrance a little bit not at all we can actually make a formula something that is adapted to the individual and that's our process today and we have awesome. six products 
So are you doing a custom blend for your customers there based off of their needs? Absolutely. We don't have any inventory. We have raw material inventory, right? And then we create small batches of our core blends because we always want to keep it fresh. The kind of active ingredient that we use don't really do well if they have to sit on the shelf for like two years, right? So we always encourage people to pay attention to shelf life. And the longer it is, the more you know that the conservation system is just gonna weigh into the entire formula. So we keep it fresh. So when we receive an order from a customer, we say, okay, this is who I am, this is my age, this is my skin type, my skin type, my concerns, I'm sensitive to this, I do not want fragrance. Then we have lab technicians that would kind of make an extraction of the coral blend and then add and boost the formula with the customization actives based on the person responses to our questionnaire. And that's how you get this amazing formula that is freshly made and customized um, for your own needs. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, unique. I haven't, I'm, you know, heard of that concept for skincare before. Um, where it's like really custom made for you when you order it. So, so there's like a quiz. Is it like they go on your website yes. and they fill out the information and then you're, you're able and to- the lab, Absolutely. The lab receives, it's like an order really. The lab receives and you say, okay, because this, they say this and this and this to the questionnaire. This is the core blend. The system recommends we have this little algorithm that does the math. This is the core blend. And this are all of the actors we need to add into the core blend and um, yeah, make that person's formula. I think that's phenomenal that it's very customized, but does that not allow you to really, you know, hit the mass markets when you have yeah. to customly make something for that's each good. client? Mm. Or that is really all of the discussions that we're having right now. You know, we launched this branch commercially last year. So we really took a year to kind of found our foot to the ground, right? To kind of test that product market fit, how people are reacting to the formula and, and really adapting them. So much has changed with the formula and they're changing like all the time. Like we receive customer feedback and we're able to take it right back to the lab and make adjustments, right? Which is amazing. But having that custom, customized process has also helped us really collect lots of data about melanin rich skin, which no one really has out there. And really understanding the interactions that this ingredient at this dosage may have on someone who is a type five, has sensitive skin, has hyperpigmentation. Do we do more, do we do less? And we're getting to a place where we are um, getting so close to having what we call kind of a master formulation, someone, something with an amazing balance that we're actually going to be able to um, produce at, you know, kind of a mass level, get into retail. And so this is really some of our strategic conversations that we're having now, like the next step for the brand. We have to take it to the people out there because if our mission is to kind of do our part to close that skincare risk gap and that knowledge risk gap and make uh, quality skincare accessible to as many men and women from melanin rich skin, then obviously it, just being D2C and doing customized from our lab, you know, it kind of limits things. So we're thinking about that. We are we are still working on getting that perfect formulation, high performance, great tolerance that could work um, for, for, for retail. Yeah, because I think it's great that you could customize a product for people and like if they like fragrance or whatever their skincare issue may be. But I was wondering, like, that may be hard when you want to go to Sephora or something like that. Yes. So having something mass, but I, th but I think um, having both options, I think, will separate your company from other companies. So having a, a mass product, like maybe you have like a sensitive one, reg, a normal and an oily or combination or something like that. And so you have those on the market and then maybe for someone else who wants to do the customization, they can also That's have that exactly. as well. You got it. That is the whole vision right there. We're always going to keep the D2C customized business that's our lab right there, right? This is such an amazing space for us to be in a lab and create things 
take it to customers from our own platform. We have this amazing relationship, really close relationship to our customers. And they are they they could come to us and say, yeah, this does not work, guys. Like this does not. And when we see something, we have enough feedback and we've done iteration, we say this is ready to go to the masses and then we put it into retail. And for customers who don't want to wait, they want, don't want to go into, they will still get an amazing four, five, six skin formulation, something that is actually researched specifically for the skin. But we do also have all those customers that, that really want that, you know, that unique formulation for them. And they'll always be able to get it um, directly from our lab and from us. And so we're going to live with these two processes that will also help each other out, right? Now with 456, is that like how we fall on the color spectrum? Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like melanin, like so, we fall like four, five, six. Okay. Absolutely. So um, there is, uh, we call it the Fitzpatrick phototyping system. So Fitzpatrick is this American dermatologist that um, classified human being into um, phototype based on how much melanin you have in your skin and how 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 you tan really, right? And so phototype, the phototype one, let me see who's a phototype one out there. Just really like imagine like an Irish person <laughs> or British, really, really white, freckles, red hair, would just burn, you know, if the sun touches their skin. That's like a phototype one. And phototype two and three, those are Caucasian skin, mainly. In phototype four, we have like large populations in um, or in the world that are phototype four, but they still kind of pass for Caucasian, like um, Northern Africans, you know, the whole of Morocco and Tunisia and Algeria, people, are, they, they are phenotypically Caucasian, but they have this phototype four. And it really depends on, you know, how their skin reacts to the sun. Some of them like for type three, some of them like a four or five. And then the whole of Southeast Asia, India and Pakistan going all the way to Africa and Afro-descendants where you have mostly skin for type five and six and then all the mixed skins in between. So from one is really like the light skin, really poor in melanin going to six. Uh, where you find, you know, the melanin goddesses like ourselves. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I was just always curious, like how, you know, you people develop their names and their companies yeah. and all of those things. So what is your overall mission with 456? Yeah, we have, we have many, many missions with 456. I've already mentioned a few of them. Uh, but on a personal level, I guess... If I'm really true to the feeling that I've been pursuing with this uh, brand, I guess I, I want to, to see this industry kind of adopt a new definition of beauty, right? A new uh, vision of what beauty really is so that we can have an inclusive perception um, of it. And at product level, I think, like I say, we are going to do all we can to help close the skincare risk gap. And when we say that, it's more than just saying, we are starting a brand for darker skin tone, right? Because you can do that and still not really participate in closing the gap. We want to address that at R&D levels, the science behind melanin rich skin and write the playbook for how you create the right products for this um, audience. That's just like 60% of the world population and really like <laughs> no one is paying attention to what are we doing so that's that and I don't believe that we can achieve that mission if we also don't help close the knowledge gap because my 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 belief deeply is that beauty really starts with knowledge right if you know about yourself you know about your skin you know about your hair you know what to do what not to do then you just make informed decisions about your skin better decision and so the more we can put those that knowledge out there and really popularize it 
then the more we'll be able to foster innovation for melanin green skin and close the gap. And I think like deep, deep down within me, that's really what I carry with me when it comes um, to, to this, to this um, project and the mission, yeah. I think that's phenomenal. I'm, I'm seeing it more and more, but it, we still need it, right? We still oh, yeah. need it. Across the board, like I was having a conversation recently even about our hair and we're still yeah. learning it. We're still, still not there. <laughs> yeah, we're still learning it, like learning yeah. how to take care of texture hair and, mm-hmm. and our skin and everything. And um, it's time for us to, you know, have products for us and knowledge for us that can help us as well and, and and inclusion so yeah. kudos to you for creating something that includes you know other types of skin like there's stuff on the market for everything but not many things for us and yeah. for for melanin skin and I love to see you know the mission that you have and how you're going about it so I think that's great so uh where we're right now where, where can they purchase your products is it on your website mm-hmm. Yeah, it is on our website only. Um, we ship um, all over Europe. We ship in the United States uh, and only in those, these two regions for now. We are currently in the process of kind of taking our innovation to the next step and making sure that we align 456 with all sorts of clean, um, <laughs> you know, references out there. Um, so that when we get into retail, we really have a product, you know, that is up to the standard that we want. We, we're already really high in standard, but we're kind of perfectionist. And it's like there's that one ingredient that really bothers you and you don't want to see it in your ink list. And we would take six months to make sure that we're taking it out and finding an alternative that fits our, our own belief in how we want to see this formula come together. So we're doing, we're always doing R&D, right? But the stages that we are right now is, yes, creating more products. You know, I told you about 360. So we have fantastic um, research and just formulation that have been validated, just waiting to be developed for more face products, um, body products. Like the body product is the part I'm really looking forward because to this day, I am, and you tell me if you know one, I am still struggling to find a moisturizing product that my body for my body that would really nourish you know my skin and that could help clear hyperpigmentation on my skin so this is something that we've been working on we're working on um a uh, an spf um product for melanin and root skin and uh, there's a lot that goes into it that just not having a white cast right <laughs> yeah so that's 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 what we've been doing um recently and yeah we are preparing to introduce the brand to the u.s market um hopefully in 2023 and uh, in the meantime we keep consolidating our community online and our research yeah so we have like massive ambitions um, for the brand but we're we're here to stay we're here for the long term so we don't need to you know go too fast and burn ourselves we're really taking the time to make the right decisions for the brand and for our community great great i think that is absolutely phenomenal and i'm pretty sure there's more to come so what um can you tell us like what do you see for four, five, six in the next five years? Global domination, of course. <laughs> Nothing less. <laughs> oh, no, I, and I'm so serious uh, when I say this. I have this in my vision board. Like Now that we, we are finding stability with innovation, and then we're getting readier to scale the brand. Like we want to, we want to keep creating those products for the face, for the body, um, nutraceutical um, for 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 our our audiences. And we want to take four, five, six. Yes, where women have tremendous buying powers, like in Europe and the United States. But there are other markets that are the next frontier for beauty and skincare, where women have you know, amazing buying power with the, um, the, 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 the just society developing and people getting more buying power. I can definitely see 456 
um, in Nigeria, uh, in South Africa, somewhere in Nairobi. There's so much opportunities, uh, you know, for that, for us to see in so many places in the world where people with skin for child four, five, six actually needs the kind of products that we're creating. And really that's where I see the brand in five years. I hope that we would be well established in Europe, well established in the US, but we're also uh, exploring opportunities in the in developing uh, market. Great, great. Can you share what has been the best part about starting your own skincare line and creating a solution for melanin skin? Um, personally, I think the, the best part and the best gain for me has really been on a personal level. This has been so healing, super, super healing for me. And um, I, I made this remark to myself like a few months ago, and we had just closed our seed fundraising. It was like an intensive process of trying to raise funds to keep developing the brand. And it was really not easy. And when that was done, my mind was already ready for the next battle. And I was like, take a minute, girl. Can you just take a moment and realize it's not just this fundraising. It's not just starting 456 skin. It's not just finding your co-founder. It's not just being able to hold you know, a career as chaotic as that was, but you did. It's not just having taught your whole life to put yourself through school. It's not just having been born in a developing country, you know, really humble beginning where your life, you should not be where you are today. And that was a conclusion, you should not be. So for me, it has been such a path. It has been just so much growth from this whole process. And when you start a company, starting a company would really make you grow up. Like you grow up emotionally. You have to, otherwise you're done. Mm -hmm. And I think that has been the main um, gain for me. Like I, I feel like an adult and I feel like an, an empowered woman. Like I can take on anything. And uh, there's just no fear left in this, in this mind. And that is such a huge change, you know, compared to where I was when I started this line. So that's a huge gain. But what really also makes me happy is to see like the relationship I have with my co-founders and especially Iman. I feel like I've gained a sister. I feel like we are one mind kind of split in, in you know, in two things in trying to just battle this industry and moving forward. And I feel so honored that I have her as, um, as my partner. And when I see the effect that the product that we're creating are having on women, like literally when a customer writes, they leave a review, they write an email and say, you guys, you have changed my skin. You have changed my life. I just went out the other day and everyone was make, giving me compliments and I feel seen for the first time in my life. That kind of brings me back to how I felt, you know, growing up in an environment where I didn't see myself represented and it was like looking into the mirror and just seeing nothing. And it kind of brings me full circle. I'm like, okay, this is really my path. I'm on the right path right now. This is what I should be doing with my life. And then, you know, is is the, the success is great having recognition is great but that feeling i feel i feel like nothing really trumps it it's everything for me great great what has been the biggest lesson that you've learned on your entrepreneurial journey mm. <clears throat> be okay with it <laughs> that's just it it's just be okay with it um you you don't have to know everything like everything is figureoutable and if you don't know that's okay be okay with it and i think that's the most soothing things i could ever learn like if you don't know how to start a skincare company it's okay it's figureoutable you don't know how to actually create an actual legal entity it's okay it's figureoutable everything is figureoutable and that mindset is really the reason why i never got afraid because this can be super daunting, right? When you look at it from a point of, I have zero right now and that's where I want to go. I want to create this line. I want to raise money, but I know no one. I don't know where to get the money, where to find the raw material, the packaging, where to um, 
find the co-founders. If you're not okay with not knowing and not having, then you just get discouraged. That's it. Your mind wins, you know, that little voice that keeps repeating, uh, just give it up. You're never going to get there. It wins. But if you say it's okay, <laughs> you don't have to know everything. Anything is figurable. That's just how you keep hitting those milestones and you don't really realize how high you're climbing, you know. And sometimes it's okay not to look back. Just You just keep going, keep going to not be afraid. And I think that's really the best lesson so far. Where I am today, I still have so much to do there's so so many challenges and then I don't really know how I'm going to tackle them but that's okay because we can't figure them out that's it that's the best lesson for me awesome Nolly that was that was a, a great message right there I received that well thank you so much for being on a podcast can you tell everybody how they can find you and your skincare line oh yes they can Find us on 456skin.com. Um, we have a uh, messaging system where you can get a consultation from one of our skin experts or myself to get your diagnosis done and your formula customized. Or you can find us on our Instagram. You can email us at hello at 456skin.com com with any questions that you may have about your melanin treat skin, your routine, or our product. We're really open and really close to our community, and we always make it a point to respond within 24 hours. Thanks, thanks. I'll have all of that information in the show notes. As always, stay great, and we're out. Bye. Thank you, Brandy. Hey everyone, it's Brandy. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I absolutely enjoy bringing this awesome content to you. Look, beauty professionals, this show is for you. And I want to make sure we can continue to bring our awesome guests and awesome information to help empower the beauty community all over the world. You can help by doing your part in making a small donation. You can check our link in the show notes and donate right on Anchor, or we'll have another link available for you to do so. Thank you so much for supporting. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you're sharing it as well. As always, stay great. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you. So let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.